90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Hey everybody, welcome to 90s Now. I'm Sharon, that's Kelly. Hello. And that's Adam, you guys. Hey everybody. Hey you guys, we are getting straight into it. Do you know why? Because it's that damn good. We've got news of another (laughs) tour that's been put on hold. Another tour that's been put on hold. I'm not trying to point the age finger, but it is... uh, they are old. Uh, also, <laughs> old and sick. Old and sick. <laughs> that could be the name of our reunion show many yeah. years down the line. Uh, Kelly's trivia is going to test your uh, your skills with a Z, like you've never been tested. Also, your '90s rewind is going to take us back to the beginning of our favorite decade. However, there's been some major news out Uh-oh. of Las Vegas. In the uh, murder of Tupac Shakur. So let's start there. Mm -hmm. Pretty incredible. This many years later that A, they're still working on it. And B, they've arrested someone. I was so shocked. Like, because this came out of left field completely. And I don't know if like the articles that we read, it even sounded like his own family wasn't up to date, that they were just, I think, and which was probably better, like that the the cops were just doing what they needed to do, investigators. And then, because that's the last thing too, especially this far in, you wouldn't want to tell them something and then it not pan out. Yeah, it's like false hope, right? And then yeah. you're brought back to exactly when it all happened and all those emotions and all the sadness and, and then for the chance that it might not, you know, come to be anything solid. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's. I can only imagine and I think too, like for anybody who's gone through something like this, it's really not closure. I, I don't believe that there's that, but I guess it does bring some sort of sense of justice maybe. I don't know. I don't even know if that's the right word to use, but at least it's a something as, as opposed to a nothing that's been going on for 30 years or almost 30 years. It happened, yeah. was it 30 years or 25 years ago that 96. it happened? 27. Yeah. Yeah, wow. 1996, right? So I was, was I was three years old, and I have to be completely honest. I had mm-hmm. no idea. We didn't know, like, who did the thing. Yep. It was yep. news for me when I saw the news this morning. I think all the a lot of the, like, not social media, because it wasn't a thing back then, mm-hmm. but a lot of what was circulating was sort of like the a lot of emphasis on the divide of, you know, East Coast, West Coast, which, as we've learned over the years, wasn't necessarily even a thing until they started using that to be a thing. And now, of course, we know that, you know, if someone's actually responsible for it, mm-hmm. that uh, it had, you know, little to do with uh, not- with geography. Yeah, and it sounds like it was a revenge thing for a beatdown, right, is what it mm-hmm. sounds like. So, um, yeah, no, I I... And it just felt like a lot of that East Coast, West Coast thing was fabricated and then it became a yeah. something because it was like hyped. And so then it became a something. But it's like it's like the worst possible branding idea worked. You know what I mean? And you know why? And, and not to give too much credit to social media, but had there been social media then, it wouldn't have been a thing. I mean, we can cut straight to the truth with social media, you can see it quicker than ever before. Mm-hmm. But without it, you have the lag time of having to wait for publications to print or uh, television shows to produce a product for us to see. So that takes time. So mm-hmm. you can plant seeds and know that um, that it'll take time for the truth to actually be given any light. Well, it's even similar to, you know, celebrity beefs in a way that get out yeah. or that have happened in the past. Because yeah. like... I forget who it was. I don't know if it was Christina Aguilera talking about it, but it was some, it was something where 
it was two beefs between female artists, and it all started because it was like the camps talking, or like fan, yeah. and even fandoms got going, and then yeah. that created then you know buzz, and then and then that became real, like where it's like, is she really talking about me? Is she talking like? And then that's how like certain beefs got going. So I think, like you said, now with social media, people can. It's good and bad, but I think some celebrities can even can stop it, nip it right in the bud because they can say like they can go right to the person, be like, "Is this exactly?" You know, so and didn't uh, I think um, um, it was Pink and Christina, uh, Christina, yeah. yeah, and they I think both said we've dealt with it, like it's in the yeah. past, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, and that's the thing too. I think it actually goes back decades, like. Similar to what we're saying in that you waited for p- things to be printed uh, and make, you know, the magazines and newspapers and things like that. Go like back to the 50s and even earlier when like the Hollywood report would come out and you'd read all the gossip and stuff like that. It it sold more papers mm-hmm. if there was, you know, something salacious or, ooh, really? They don't like each other? Wow. Mm-hmm. And maybe they actually didn't like each other. Or maybe there was nothing, but they had to sell papers and, and drama always works. I mean, we know that from seeing, uh, the way social media actually works. I'm giving it some credit for actually being able to cut through, mm-hmm. but we know actually at the heart of it, there's still humans that are fragile and insecure and all that yeah. baloney that still kind of wrecks stuff. Yep. We can't yeah. always have nice things, Sharon. We can't, and we've proven it time and time again. What I thought was interesting for the person that was arrested was uh, police saying that the best way to characterize this this man was uh, as the shot caller for this group of individuals that committed this crime, and he orchestrated the plan that was carried out to make this happen. The shot caller. Hmm. Yeah. An emphasis on the shot in a sad reality, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, so. you know, and then... And I don't know, you know, because I, I haven't, especially with this this recent news, I don't think anybody knows what effect. But then, like, we lost Biggie the year after, mm-hmm. right? Months and it's later. Like, how much of the fallout from this then contributed to Biggie getting eliminated? You know, you think, eh? It's true. And, and oh. you think of, like, uh, oh, okay, well, if they got away with it, then, you know, another group of who knows – uh, whatever says sort of thinks the same thing. Well, hey, well they did it and they didn't get caught. So it's and that's I think human nature too. Like in the in the the off people with that are slightly off that think that way mm-hmm. that they they see stuff on on television or however it's playing out and they go, hey, I could do that. That's what's so dangerous about reporting on you know mass shootings and yep. you don't you don't want to give them too much attention because it really does fuel the fire of somebody else who isn't thinking 100 percent clearly yeah because i think you know how many times have we heard mass shootings where it's like they were influenced by you know yeah columbine or whatever you know yeah. and then then they and they want to be uh infamous they want to become that right so yep no it's sad and like i was reading too i don't know if you guys saw in the article but there was like a list of accolades of tupac and like it's like I knew like many of them, but it was like a refresher. And it's just yeah. like he did all that and he was only 25. Yeah. And so what else would he have accomplished? And same thing for Biggie. Like it's just, you know, and even if we take it to today, like it's so sad that Takeoff is not here from the group Migos. You know, mm-hmm. we've got uh, it'll be a year on the 1st of November, I believe it is, you know. And again, all for just ridiculous violence that didn't need to to happen and now these careers and lives are cut short you know who all have like they're either sons or brothers or fathers or 
Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just very, very sad. I And I've missed, like, Pac ever since. Like, I was a fan of his and, you know, just like so many other people. And it's just like, what would he else have accomplished if, if he did that at 25, you know? Interesting, too, to think that um, 27 years ago, obviously, obtaining a, a, a firearm was easy. Mm-hmm. And over the course of that this many years, it seems to have gotten easier. Mm-hmm if not become a, a real good idea for some people. Like the numbers have, have, have kind of snowballed, which is yep. a sad reality too. Mm-hmm. Did we start this show on a heavy note or what? Where's we that did. dark cloud? <laughs> We're going to move the dark cloud <laughs> out of the way and keep you posted truly though, honestly and seriously, mm-hmm. uh, as we get more information about, uh, about this case uh, and may Tupac Rest in peace. Uh, we'll keep you posted as we get it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you guys, let's lighten the load with some trivia. Nice segue, Sharon. Thank you. 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. Ping pong. Ping pong. Spoiler alert. Who says it's going to be lightened a load? Oh, a l- <laughs> brother. <laughs> <laughs> Just for that, I feel like I should start with the uh, with the challenging question. So we oh, shall. Oh, please do. How do you <laughs> differentiate between the two, Kel? <laughs> yeah, you don't know what we know. Ex- exactly. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Um, so this is from the art and literature uh, category. Literature. Workers' song, Equality, and Our Grandmothers are poems from which 1990 collection by Maya Angelou? Say it again, please. Workers' song, Equality, and Our Grandmothers are poems from which 1990 collection by Maya Angelou? I feel feel like we should know this one. I feel shame because I'm pretty sure I have this book upstairs. I feel like you'll know um, this when I say it, Adam. So you don't, no guess for you, little Adam. I can't come up with anything, but I feel like I should know this. You will know this. And, and the blanket. answer is ready. Oh uh, yeah. no! I shall not be moved. It's upstairs. Oh, <laughs> <God>. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Maya Angelou. <laughs> I failed you. Yeah. We we did. She's so mm. easy to read. Mm. It's so it's so wonderfully complicated and uh while complex it's not challenging meaning it's not a hard her ideas are not hard to grasp and Mm -hmm. and what makes them complex is that people seem to forget the basic stuff a lot of the time so yes i would highly advise the the reading of that uh, book of poetry here's a full circle moment and we're not even at the end of the show yet so i uh came to know Maya because of her involvement in Poetic Justice. Really? The movie with Tupac and Janet. Oh, nice. Because she did work for uh, John Singleton. Like, she wrote... Um, I don't know if she wrote explicitly for the film or he used her stuff, but because because Janet's character, Justice, in the film, um, writes poetry. And right. so that's integrated throughout the, the film. And so and she's that, just seeking justice. She is seeking is right? justice, poetic justice. No, wait a minute. She is justice. She is justice. And uh, that's where I came <laughs> upon Phenomenal Woman, that poem. Yeah. That's she's, such a great poem. All of her books, honestly, the books of her of that go in sequence that start with I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings, is, mm-hmm. is they're all amazing. And they all take you somewhere that you're like, I didn't realize that I... Needed to be here, could be here, and just the style with which she writes is it's amazing. 
It's so they're, they're, they're pieces of like history too. She's, yeah. she's woven through the lives of many people. It's and an, Adam, can you incredible. do some research for me? Because I'm pretty sure Tyler Perry put Maya in some of his films. I feel like. <laughs> and she Where he might wasn't have, the character. <laughs> and, she, and she might have also been in. She might have even been in Poetic Justice. I think he had like a cameo for her where she played like an like an auntie or something like mm-hmm. in one of the scenes. I feel like, yeah, she might have been in the, there was like a picnic scene with a family barbecue. That makes okay, sense. Okay, well, she's playing in um, Medea's Family Reunion. Yeah, so that's Tyler <laughs> by Perry. By Tyler Perry. Yep. Um, is she playing in another of his movie? I think, can you also type her name and Poetic Justice? Because I'm fairly certain now that he had her in a scene. Yeah, fairly certain. Uh, all right. So do, I'll let you guys choose. Should it be sport or pop culture for the following question? I'll let you guys decide. Oh, two good categories. I'm going to pick, what do you think about pop culture, Adam? Uh, let's do it. Okay. See what happens. Which? And, yeah. Sorry. Maya you... was in uh, poetic justice according she... to the internet. Perfect. That's what I thought. Um, question number two, which Pepsi company product had the slogan, quote, You've never seen a taste like this, question mark. Sharon. Yeah. Pepsi Clear. I'll let Adam. Adam, do you have a guess? Um. Okay, I'm going to guess something. Yeah. I'll go for the blue Pepsi. Is that still a thing, by the way? Blue Pepsi? <laughs> they, they reissued it like a year or two years ago. I had like two bottles in my fridge for like a whole year. <laughs> wow. I was waiting they for a... Uh, they did stay blue, and I actually used them for a, um, uh, a, a Halloween party uh, where we all made drinks, and we all were assigned a color, and we had to do like a drink based on that color. Oh, that's cool! So I made a blue rum and coke. Well, rum, rum and Pepsi. Nice. Um, <laughs> did it taste good? It tasted pretty much exactly as Pepsi would. Okay, that's but, good. To uh, know. Yeah. So um, I guess that's not the answer. It though. is not the answer, and I'll, I'll let Adam see if he's good to give this to Sharon. It's Crystal Pepsi. Oh, yeah. I don't remember okay, Crystal Pepsi. Okay, I'll give it to you. It was clear in color, right? Like I guess was... so. So I guess that's why they called it Crystal Pepsi. Maybe well, we didn't ask... they do that again like last year or something? Did they? I don't know. But maybe we should ask Crystal Waters if she's ever tried Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, she... hey, I feel Crystal, like I know um, what she's going to answer. How do you feel about a possible, uh, you know, Collab with Pepsi <laughs> as a throwback to uh, Crystal Pepsi Crystal. Hmm? Uh, nope. Fair enough. Yeah. Thank you for giving it some thought. We tried. <laughs> we, tried. we tried. We're trying all the time with her. Yeah. <laughs> She's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it at the same time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. So trivia check. How about this? We talked about the uh, the old rockers that have put the pin in the um, <laughs> in the tour plans. Uh, and it's actually, I mean, you got to give it to them. It's not the Rolling Stones because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty pumped on the Rolling Stones and the fact that they're making, uh, as great music as they are and they're 80. Not because they're 80. Like, it's not like, hey, they're 80 and they're still doing it. It's, it's consistent. And I think it's the key to staying young and mm-hmm. staying vibrant is that just keep doing what you do. Don't let age be the thing that defines you. Did they? Uh, announce a tour, the Stones, for their new album, or not yet? I don't think they have. Okay. Uh, I just I feel like I really... don't remember seeing the news either, so, all right. No, not, not that I know of. Um, what was really worth uh, investigating, though, is uh, Lady Gaga's post 
from last week about her experience of being in the studio doing her own thing and then someone coming down and said, Mick's want, Mick wants to see you. And she's like, okay. And that she went into studio. And just if you could read that post, it's so like genuine. You really feel like it was just, you know, like-minded artists in a room together, but she's in a room with the Stones and with Stevie Wonder and wow. like this long list of big names and basically Mick saying, do what you do. And they just make a recording. And anyway, so read it, worth it, because it just, I think, also shows her humility. Yeah. Uh, back to, though, the uh, the band that's put a pin in it for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not Bruce Springsteen, because he has the peptic ulcer uh, situation that sidelined him. But it's Aerosmith acts yeah. that, uh, that have put a pin in uh, what they've got going on because um, Steven Tyler's vocal cord situation is actually worse than what the doctors thought. So kind of interesting. Um, Sharon, just quickly while you're talking about uh, Aerosmith, what was the name of the collab with Lady Gaga? They, it was like a song for heaven or something? What is it? Yeah, something about heaven. I don't remember exactly. Okay. Yeah, and like you, you said, the post was absolutely stunning, so people should read oh, that yeah. for sure. And yeah. Stevie Wonder's on the song too, so. It's bananas. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. re- the whole album, from what I've heard, very good. Amazing. It's called uh, Sweet Sounds of Heaven. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Thank you. I love that we were able to do the full circle 90s now with that yes, story. Yes, exactly that. And um, so we w- I wonder if the, sorry, just quickly, I wonder if the universe is trying to tell Steven Tyler not to retire because like, I feel like. Not to retire or to retire? Not oh. to retire because like, right. it's like, don't, don't say this is your final tour. Because I feel like he shouldn't be saying that or they shouldn't be saying it. But like, because they're what, 75, 70, like 78? Yeah, they're there. Yeah. They're there. Part of me can't seem like I can't. I just like I just wish, like you said, they hadn't like any of these bands would not say this is the the stop tour. Like this is the. Because sometimes it's obvious. Do you know, like if the Stones were to tour, I think with every tour for the Stones in the last even you know, 20 years, you'd be like, this is it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and they'd prove you wrong. And that's fine. Because I think once you see yeah. them, you've seen them. Yeah. Um, at least that that's what it was for me. And I think the same with Aerosmith. And yet Aerosmith keep on going. And they could probably have just said, this is it. And I think they've said this is it before. And they and they kept coming back. So maybe it does bear, you know, or, or maybe they should say that it's it just to because they are consistent they yeah. they tour every you know yeah. few years sort of thing i don't know i just feel like we should hire ourselves out as music consultants for touring <laughs> we are here to help you guys and tell them hey stupids just go tour say to come up with a cool name for the tour and like some nice merch and there you have it and it's funny and on like you go. i uh <laughs> recently went to a concert uh which shall rename name uh remain nameless um and I really enjoyed the show, but I was very sad that the T-shirt that I would have purchased mm. was going to be fifty-five dollars. Yeah, it's a tough, uh, a tough one to swallow. I think because I think we're used to the idea that the merch is so expensive, mm-hmm. but now the concert tickets are really expensive. Yeah, but we're still buying I'm, them. Yeah, we're st- you know they're still selling out arenas and venues and whatever. So yeah, because there is that element of. Well, we might never get this chance again. And that's ridiculous because they're going to do it. 
Just They've ask Aerosmith. They keep going out every few years. Just <laughs> ask anybody older than you, kid, that's yeah. listening to this podcast. And thank you very much for doing that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did I want? To, there was another tie-in I wanted to make, and maybe we'll save it for the next show because it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, we'll save it for the next show. Okay. Will we remember? Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Steel trap, Adam. Run up here. <laughs> uh, for now, though, we'll get into your uh, 90s rewind so that we can go back to the very beginning of our favorite decade. When, in fact, another band that is basically still going, though there are a couple of original members that are gone. Uh, so the band itself at this time was put over there so that John Bon Jovi could provide the uh, soundtrack song um, to Young Guns with Blaze of Glory. We are talking wow. about the year 1990. And in a world where Janet Jackson was wowing the crowds, uh, she was rocking it pretty hard, too, on uh, Black Cat, mm-hmm. which was charting around this time in 1990. Similarly, uh, Black Box, not similar at all, uh, were driving us to the dance floor with everybody, everybody, uh, Suicide Blonde from NXS was, was a reminder mm-hmm. that yes, they are that good. And also, just to keep us in check emotionally, uh, Wilson Phillips and Release Me. Wow. <laughs> what wow. a time to be alive. What <laughs> exactly? Grab a mixtape, press play and record, cause that is your 90s rewind. That was, Thank you, Sharon. That was amazing. <laughs> like, that was an amazing group of songs. Like, I don't think there's one song in there I don't like. Yeah, and they're all kind of different, yeah. right? For different reasons we like them. And I think that's yeah. part of, A, musical taste, but B, the 90s. You know what's funny is I was talking to one of our colleagues who is much younger than we are, Sharon and Adam. Even Everybody you, Adam. Is. Younger and than I am? Even than you, Adam. <laughs> wow. Uh, like a good, because isn't this year coming the big three zero? Uh, yeah, in six months. Yeah. woo So this person is probably nine years younger than you or eight at this point. And, uh, oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. Guy and, or, or girl? Guy. And okay, yeah. love him to pieces. Absolutely love him to pieces. Dario. <laughs> of course it's Dario. <laughs> well, now I can't say my story. Why? Yes, you can. What uh, song didn't well, he know? Dario, sadly, is not a, a fan of, of the 90s music. Well, he wasn't okay. even born then. I know, but it's like funny. Like I would have thought because there's so many good songs in the 90s that I feel like would translate to now. Because like so many of the songs now are sampling, you know, from the well, 90s. You know like what? It's, all these songs are uh, yeah, sampling from the them. 90s. So I'm like, but you would we like should, this music. We so. should force him to listen to this podcast. I should, I mean, yeah. Force him. We should. We should. I was about okay. to say probably 90% of the reason he's not a fan is because he hasn't been exposed to yeah. 90s music. Yeah. Would you say that it. you picked 90% because it goes with the name of our podcast? <laughs> that would be way too smart of a thing for me to do. <laughs> I would say that 90 is now percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Subliminal uh, messaging, Sharon, it works. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Well, oh, just quickly guys, before you move on, I know we're about to wrap up the show. Uh, I want your quick opinion because um, we got um, a message from one of our listener questions, listener questions. Ooh, yeah. Uh, NSYNC recently reunited for, ooh. you know, the MTV Video Music Awards. And then they have now, as of this recording, released their song Better Place. And so our listener would like to know, do we enjoy the NSYNC reunion? Do we want yes, an album and tour much. from them? I liked uh, I love the idea, period. Uh, I loved watching the uh, 
sort of the making of the behind the scenes where uh, they're all kind of doing their thing and listening back. I love that, that this many years later, that they all are wherever they are, doing whatever they're doing in their lives, come back to for the for, you know, the love of the music and, and in, you know, many ways for the fans. I yep. love it. Yeah. Adam? I've got nothing else to add. Okay, great. She took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> and I will mention that, mo- I don't know if you've seen it, because I follow most of the guys in the band, and most of them, to a T, have like just thanked their fans and said that it's the fans, the reason they came back. Yeah. For them. That's really great. cool. And, so, and also, I think a shout out on some level has to go to Timberlake, because they were all waiting on him, right? Well, so, of course. So, because um, like none of the other groups really have standout like a soloists, you know what I mean? Right. Like some of them are decent, but nobody's had a JT career. Nope. So, right. so this group, like you do feel bad for Joey and for Chris and for JC because like they had to wait, you know, they had to. Yep. Well, so. they all, and they all did their thing too. Like mm-hmm. they all have stuff going on. Yep. I would oh yeah. Say they're that all successful. I would venture to say that JC probably thought he'd have, uh, more of a solo career. Maybe. Would Would you think that? I think so. I think he's turned to writing, though. He writes, I think, for other artists. Oh, cool. Good. Yeah. And, like, Joey has, um, Joey's constantly doing, like, wasn't he on Dancing with the Stars? Like, he's, you know, he's done all kinds of stuff. So is Chris yeah. Kirkpatrick. Lance has his own podcast. Lance has been producing shows. Like, Lance is never not busy. Lance was almost an astro- astronaut, and so will continue, I'm sure, or cosmonaut, because I think he trained with the Russians. Um so, and like, and Joey uh, has his own, I think, food truck. Like, so apart from all the other things he does, he has his own like food hot dog truck or something in Florida, I believe it is. So, like, they're all successful. And I just love that they were able to do this for their fans. And like, I think everybody, well, you saw even Taylor Swift couldn't conceal her excitement to have them back. She so, rarely can. Yeah, she rarely can. <laughs> Anyways, that's enough. Thank you. Well, it's cool too. Uh, back to Chris Kirkpatrick for a second. He was um, on Celebrity Big Brother a couple of years ago. Side note, everything was a couple of years ago. It's probably more than a couple. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, And he was really, like, he went a while. Like, he Mm -hmm. was there a long time. But he was, like, a genuinely nice guy. And he got along with everybody. Yep. Yeah. Well, go in Cinco. And thank you for the, uh, thank you for the letter. Thank you for the questions. Keep them coming. You'll find us on social media everywhere. Um, and thanks for finding us and listening to us wherever it is that you're doing that. We appreciate it very much. Thank you ultimately for listening to 90s Now. Still happening. <laughs>